Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Boeing shielding the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. Till Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell, shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill, it's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends. The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Wolf and Coming at you with stats and things, flapping their wings. I'm going to have the rest of my life with these kids. Wow. Get, we got to get that in a drop uh, immediately. Let's edit that one out. That didn't come out quite There's no editing. No, no editing yeah, on this that's podcast. That's the wonderful Birds with Friends. No editing. <laughs> it is 3.23 a.m. in the Dirty Dirty in Atlanta. From Mercedes-Benz Stadium, I am Bo Wolf. To my right, Zach Berman. We must be one of a handful of people still left in this stadium. Following the Eagles' uh, disappointing and uh, odd, I think it's fair to say, 24-20 to loss to the Atlanta Falcons, a game in which by midway through the first quarter, the Eagles were without... Their number two tight end, Dallas Goddard, who injured himself during pregame warm-ups, and also without Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson, which made them have to play the exact same sort of 11 personnel grouping for the entire game, and that included Mac Hollins and J.J. Ortega-Whiteside playing most of the game alongside Zach Ertz and Nelson Aguilar. They fell behind. They were down uh, 10-6 at halftime. Carson Wentz did not look good. He was getting hit all over the place. He threw a couple of first-half interceptions. And then they come crawling back in the second half despite a fumble by Corey Clement on the opening kickoff of the second half. They take the lead on a Carson Wentz quarterback sneak in the fourth quarter. And then on fourth down on the ensuing drive, Julio Jones, a perfect play call from the Falcons, uh, springs him for a 54-yard touchdown. And then Nelson Aguilar drops the ball on what would have been the go-ahead touchdown Comes back a little bit on the on the fourth and long, but uh, the Eagles end up a, about a half a yard short on Zach Ertz's uh, fourth down catch. And here we are, Zach. Was that the whole show? Do we, are we done? I think so. I, I think I think we can roll out here, and <laughs> you know, you can head to the airport. You can start telling us about your trip to the College Football Hall of Fame. <laughs> no, so we'll talk about this game. Um, look, I, I think you you did a good job summarizing it. I think we should just get to the bottom line here, the big picture, uh, because you and I might disagree on the, on this. Uh, I look at this like I give them credit for the resiliency that that you show, but this is a loss. This is a it's it's not an end of the world loss. It's a week two loss on the road against that team that I think is good uh, and a team that was embarrassed last week. You but there's said that they were going to lose. Yes, but there's no like. Moral victory here. No, no, they really showed me something in defeat. Um, you say that back in in September 2017 when they hadn't done anything yet. This is a veteran team, a legitimate Super Bowl contender, playing hard to price of admission. You expect that from this team. I think you know you you look at this game and and you say they they. They a they they really shouldn't have been in it based on the offensive personnel, but then they had chances to win and they didn't get it done. I think there is a little bit more nuance. Um, I don't like. It's I'm, kind of ironic. You're the one arguing for nuance here. You know, Mister Black and White. Yes. I don't think that. I, I agree that a team with this kind of aspirations, uh, you don't get you don't get credit for you know bouncing back and fighting to the end. That this is a team full of veterans. Yeah. That you're right. That that is uh, you know that is the price of playing. Uh, that said, like this is a new season. It is it is nice to see that this you know not that you would expect them to bounce back. It's only this and it's only the second game of the season. But this is a new. This is still a new team, a new group of players together. It is at least noteworthy to see that they could they could battle back in this game. I think there were positives, like you know, the defense forcing turnovers is a is a big thing. Absolutely. Now it would be it'd be better if you forced three turnovers, you could win the game. Uh, and I think that there were some real positives from Carson Wentz tonight. But like, I think you could say that like there there were so many things that went against them in this game, and it would have been like they were stealing a victory if they did win this game. 
but you don't get more than you don't get more than like one moral victory or like feel good loss over the course of a season. Like it, if they go on, if they go win the next couple games, you can look at this game and say, okay, like maybe this was a sign of things to come. But like you don't get more than one of these. Well, if if Carson Wentz did not return to the game, if that was Josh McCown and the same the same ending happened, then I would kind of agree with you. You you lost your franchise quarterback. You, well, no, because then the season's over. No, I mean, if it was just even just for one game, yeah. you know? I mean, if, if he got a concussion and he was okay. being back next, yeah, next, yeah. next week. Uh, my biggest takeaway, uh, I, I didn't write this um, you know, because I'm looking forward to reading it in, in, in your day after, but really the, the, the way Carson played in the second half, I think that was a signature half of, 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 from him. Well, that's what, and that's, that is sort of what I wrote in, at the top of the day after, is just that you know, he had that when he, when he plunged into the end zone for that sneak. Yep. Uh, two sneaks in a row gives them the lead, right? He has this like demonstrative crow mm-hmm. hop into a fo- into a full arm spike, literally yeah. tripped as he was doing it. And then, it yeah, was a, yeah, afterwards, like yeah. the moment that like, he put so much effort into the spike yeah. that he almost knocked himself over. We have never seen him do no. that before, and I think it was like you know we don't want to play pop psychologist, but there were like you could you can really tell that there's like a lot of frustration building up for him sure oh, you know obviously everything that has happened over the last couple he's seasons, discussed that with us he has discussed that with us and like tonight he has to sit and watch you know he's sitting in the concussion protocol while uh you know once again he's seeing another quarterback yeah. lead his team that's got to be very frustrating he's watching all these guys go mm-hmm. down and he leads this drive and you know i i said like that would have been his first signature win since the eagles won the super bowl like since the Eagles went on to win the Super Bowl, you don't count Thursday night against the Giants him. last year. No, it was against it's a bad okay. team. Like, I mean, he made some nice throws in that game, but that's yeah, that doesn't I, like I don't remember that game that much as like a. I mean, he was good. Mm-hmm. But it was against a terrible team. Like this yeah. would have been like crawling. Yeah, back. I, I guess like, when they beat the Colts last year, the Colts weren't playing that, that was well an at ugly the time. Game. Carson yeah. didn't play that well. All right, that, that's a fair point. No, no, I think last week. Was was like a really good sure. Yeah, I mean that was a sure. I thought last week was like the on back performance. Yes, I but thought it, but last week was like last week was Deshaun's game. Okay, not that not to take away from Carson, but like yeah. this would have been this would have been Carson Wentz's win. Well, yes. Well, I thought like what what you saw in the second half was Carson saying like, all right. Go on my the back. Team on his back. I'm, t- I'm taking you here. Yeah. And that. And I mean, the third down conversion. The third down conversion was incredible. All draped, draped all over yeah. him. Yeah. And and that's really. I agree with you. Actually, so for our our listeners, Bo and I sit next to each other at the at the, at the games, and we both saw him spike the ball there, and we had the same reaction. Like you know, I've never seen that from him. Never. And you asked um, Zach Ertz afterwards about it, and mm-hmm. Zach Ertz said that. He can't remember a time when Carson. He's ever even spiked the ball yeah. at all. So, so, to, so that I really stood to out. Sudfeld about it, uh, and Sudfeld said he was, you know, he was making fun of him for almost falling over. But he, yeah. but he was just like, you know, the guy is such a warrior. Like a, exactly the things that he was, and that's that was like, aside from people being dejected in the locker room, there was a lot of talk about just yes. And I mean, this is maybe the the way this is a result of what the questions are. Sorry, I thought but I had to sneeze. That's for okay, a but there was a lot of sort of genuine like. That guy was that guy was a warrior tonight. I agree, and and we should add real quick. Uh, Carson showed a little um, frustration about the concussion. The and I have never seen this from him either. Yeah, he, like he, he questioned very the league. pointedly. Yeah. So what happened was uh, what he, why he was frustrated was not that he was called into the concussion protocol. He was frustrated because it was it was uh, the result of something that had happened on the last drive. And he was on the sideline for like five yeah, so, minutes. There so was a, there was actually, a break yeah, so in the to give context, yeah. So I I was watching Carson throughout that drive, throughout that defensive drive, because there were uh, there was talk on Twitter from those watching the game at home, and I and and we even got some some text about it from a national reporter. Mm. 
uh, Shield Kapadia, yeah, um, that smooth head, of, smooth head of hair, that he had that he, that he had taken a shot to his ribs, right? And I wanted to see if there was any attention from the trainers. And it was right after his second interception, the one yeah. that looked like it might have been a miscommunication with Matt Collins, but it was an ugly interception. Yes, and so I I, I had my binoculars fixed on Carson. He didn't talk to the trainers and the whole time. Some, you got some big old binoculars now. <laughs> I do big binoculars. Are, yes, yes. Well, we're high big, up. I, I want to see. Yeah, powerful binoculars. So, uh, so he had his tablet in hand. He was talking with Nate Sudfeld on the sideline. Mike Grell was over there for a bit talking to him, and there was no trainers. And then Sidney Jones gets the interception. Right. And so I, I kind of turn my eyes toward the field, take my eyes off of of, of uh, Carson. And all of a sudden, I look back, and Josh McCown's going into the right. game, and so and so Carson's frustration was that like they waited basically until he was going right. back if on I the was field. To get, if back. I was going to get flagged for the yeah. concussion protocol, do it right yes. away. And there was no concussion; he, he right. went back in. Yes. So I, I mean, I think that that is a reasonable request. Oh, not even request. I mean, I think yeah. it's a reasonable source of frustration. Sure. Like that does sound. He wasn't upset about the protocol and how long that took. He was upset about the, the yeah. time in between that cost him being able to. And I, I, I do think Carson's very sensitive to missing any snaps this year. Yeah, I mean, this is that's the that's the thing, and that's like the, the you know, again, you don't want to like just like make up things about the spike, but like that to me that was like you know this was this was his chance for it to be his team again. Yep. You know, like even last year. When he was playing well, there was still the 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 specter of like Nick Foles is still over there. Like this year, it's his team, and this would have been like his win. Yes, but I, I still think when we talk about this game in December, a year from now, we'll still remember the game Carson had. It'll still be like he almost willed them the victory. Yeah, when missing, I, I mean, that was a shell of their offense. That was it was a total was like their, shell of their. Th- that was like their 2016 offense out there. Well, yeah, it was like their. It was well, it was the it was the 2017. Well, I guess no, not. They had Alshon they, 17. Well, I was going to say before Alshon came back. So yeah, so, so, it was so week three. Oh, but oh, no, so 2018. Oh, 2018, week three, except they yes. didn't even have Hollins, let alone Arthega Whiteside. And they had Goddard then. Yeah. I mean, it, it, was, this a, was, it was a bad offense. This and was they 2017. Had, and, they had no, right? and they had no, like... There's no diversity in their there scheme. There was no diversity in the scheme at all. I mean, they, yeah. it was 11 personnel. They, they, that's all they had. Every now and then they'd throw and, in yeah, the so sixth like, offensive yeah, lineman. Yeah, Carson had this quote where he was like, I, you know, I don't want to make excuses. But I've never seen anything like that. Right. You know, which now, is... And also, like, the other thing is, like, he basically, for all intents and purposes, like, he did what he... Like, he won the game if Nelson Aguilar catches... Now, well, who Keanu knows because... Neal, yeah, Keanu Neal might have gotten him. He might have gotten him, and the Falcons, that even if he does score, the Falcons yeah. would have got the ball back, and they could have done something again, too. But, like, that throw was unbelievable. And then the throw on fourth down yeah. on his back foot... Uh, that was an interesting uh, – I think Carson was – as I was re-listening to the press conference, it, it sounded like he was saying that he called that play. He did. So uh, so we'll go through those two Nelson plays. The first one down the, the left sideline, uh, Nelson said he lost it in the lights, but he so, should have caught it. But there was th- – there's some uh, nuance to that, right? He wasn't really – he wasn't – this wasn't like a Donald Pumphrey – I lost in the lights. There was, I don't know. Well, the question was phrased: Did you lose it in the oh, lights? And he's okay. like, he's like, yeah, but he's like, I need to make that play. That's what we work on. We're working during okay. warmups at 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 that. Um, Nelson owned it. You know, he he owned it in the sense that he he said he should have made that play. Now the the well, listen, I mean. We talked last week about how Nelson Aguilar being upset about. His work last week. He finishes tonight with eight catches for 107 yards and a touchdown. The leading receiver on the team. Yeah, and you think that like when when Alshon and Deshaun go down, he's he must be licking his chops. He was bad tonight. Inconsistent, not bad because he made some nice plays. He made some nice plays, but he had a drop of another catch in the end zone that would have been a very difficult yes. catch. But he's an NFL receiver, and he got his hands on it. Yes. He, he should have caught it. He had another borderline drop. And then this one, I mean, I'm sorry. You got, you want to be the one that Carson throws, you know, you and Deshaun are both open. You want him to throw you the ball. <laughs> you got to catch that yeah. one. Yeah. No, look, I, I, I mean, there's I no, there's not even no, like, there's no, you should catch it. Like, 
You have to catch. Yeah, that. he was inconsistent, and he he needs to make that play because, you know, worst case scenario, you're at what like the thirty. Let's say you're at like the thirty yard line. If 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 Keanu Neal gets you there, you're at the thirty yard line with about two minutes to go, right? And uh, so the fourth yeah, they may down, not score, but yeah. So the fourth down catch, um, Carson. I, I asked uh, Carson, were you just throwing that up? You know, it was fourth down, right? You know, you just throw that one up. And and Carson said, uh, no, they actually were preparing for a look uh, that Atlanta was showing. So during the timeout, he told Doug that he wanted this play. And basically, he said it gets Keanu Neal to bite up. Right and, there, yeah. They did something to Keanu. And, uh, and, and Nelson made a tough contested catch. That was a nice catch. Beautiful throw, too. Yes. Uh, but it wasn't enough. And it wasn't enough. Fourth down play. Can we fast forward to that? Sure. Zach Ertz, fourth and eight. He took it hard. Yeah, Zach Ertz took it harder than anyone in the in the in in the locker room. Says he let the team down. Uh, fourth and eight. He ran to the sticks and was a few inches short. Uh, somewhere, I asked, somewhere uh, in this favored land, Sam Bradford cracked a smile <laughs> as someone threw short of the sticks. I asked Ertz what he could have done better there, what he could have done differently. He said even though he ran the route as it was designed, uh, situational awareness there, you could, you could run it a few like a more steps. Further, yeah, yeah, you can run it a few more steps. Uh, he said it was a matter of the spot. The far ref gave him the first down. The near ref moved the ball, and there was nothing he could do. There were some odd calls in this game tonight. He said he'll replay that in his head. Yeah. There were some odd calls. Yes. The, two, the earlier two-point conversion uh, when Carson Wentz. Now, this is just the rule. If you dive yeah, forward, so you're giving yourself it's up. It's actually, I believe it went into effect last year. I I, I was, I go to those official. Um, I'm sure you love official. it. Yeah, it must be one of your favorite days <laughs> of the year. Uh, so the officials come to training camp each year and, and meet with us and go over some of the rules. And they showed the rule. And they show a video. And last year, the 2018 season, one of the rules was that when you dive, it's the same as as sliding. Sliding You're and slides when you start up. the slide. Yeah. Now, as it was pointed out by another reporter who who was who was kind of um, perplexed by this, right. that how is that different than a quarterback sneak? And, and that seems to be a, a valid question. Yeah. And also, if you're giving yourself up, then shouldn't shouldn't the defense not be allowed to hit the quarterback? Yes, that's why they put it in place. Yeah. Okay, so well, then there should have been a penalty. Foul point. Yes. You can't have it both ways, right? Yeah. Uh, and then there was another in the grasp sack that seemed odd. But uh, yeah, neither here nor there. Uh, so I mean, this was not all. We we are sort of talking. Nicely about Carson Wentz. He was bad in the first half. Uh, he was getting hit a lot, and he, he threw those two interceptions. Although the first one, I kind of didn't. I didn't mind the arm punt. You you said you don't like an arm punt. That was a perfect arm punt. Yeah, there was nobody else. Open. I just don't like it was how, third down. How you're? Yeah, you're a third down on your side of the, on their side of the field. Yeah, but we saw the play. There was nobody so, else open. So there's you know you could in theory get in the four down territory. Yeah, and then it's just. Oh, Carson Wentz, it's it's the same as a punt. I mean, no. There, there's yeah. other things you can do. Hey, he, he was given his... You praise given, him for a third down for saving a play. He was given white side. But, uh, yeah, well, but that was that was his only play. And he he, he threw a, up a 50-50 I'm just, ball. I'm, I, I'm not giving him a, a, a gold jacket fair. for throwing it, you know, for throwing an interception. So. That's fair. So without Dallas Goddard and running this uh, same personnel group the entire night, the Eagles could not run the ball. 21 carries for 49 yards. That's 2.3 yards per carry. Miles Sanders, 10 for 28. Jordan Howard, 8 for 18. Uh, no runs at all for Darren Sproles in this game. Nope. They were listening to the podcast. Apparently. Uh, that's not good against the defense. Even even hamstrung as they were, uh, the Falcons are not a very good run defense. They, they should have been able to do better. And to be fair, the offensive line as a whole – uh, took took a bit of a step back tonight after their week one performance. Very much so, and I didn't hammer them as much in the in in my observations after the game uh, because I just I want I, I want to go back and and, mm-hmm. and watch that. I wasn't really focused in on the offensive line, 
But I, I didn't think that they were getting much room for those guys to run, and I didn't think the running backs did well, and I didn't think Doug Peterson did a good enough job committing to it. Uh, now, you can say they were playing from behind, but they were never playing from so far behind that that you need to, you know, you, you need to pass, pass, pass. I, I just think it was. Uh, now, I, I, you spoke to Lane Johnson, who said that not having Goddard affected the running game. Maybe so. You can still run out of eleven, though. Yeah, I mean, and they did do it well last year. Yeah. Um, and last week. I do think that the Eagles were sort of asking for this with the two tight end thing. I think this was a the, this was a bit of football god karma entering Wait, this with game. With only having two tight ends in yes. the roster, I'm sorry that I. I think they were. I think they were asking for it. Yeah. No, that's a valid point. I mean, they they cut I think Alex. They were Ellis. getting a little bit too cute. They cut Alex Ellis to to have Craig James on their roster, right? Um, and so they went in, and they already have, mind you, five safeties. That's team. the problem. So they went into this game with ten defensive backs. To me, to me, and seven offensive. Yeah, uh, they they don't. They, I don't think they should have kept Jonathan Cyprian on the team unless they're just going to cut Sendejo. Uh Or they. I mean, either way, they should have. They should have had a third tight end tonight. They should have entered this game with three tight ends or a sixth receiver. Or yeah. I mean, I think it should have been a third tight end. No, I, mean, I agree. It should have been a third yeah. tight end. Yeah. And, I mean, especially you had Alex Ellis last week. I don't think Alex Ellis was like... Right. They went through that game and they decided, okay, we, we, we don't need a third yes. tight end. But, I, yeah, I mean, I just I just think that's too cute. And, and like, you know, and I, I kind of defended them a, a, a bit because I kept hearing this, that, well, I should say, I... I heard from Especially a few. because, I mean, Goddard had an injury. Yeah, so I heard from a few readers, like, why was Goddard even active? And the reason is, is because there's basically, there's a 90-minute period. Oh, right. When, yeah. like, between the time inactives come out and the time of kickoff, when if someone goes down, there's nothing you can do. It happened right. last year in a Giants game with Evan Ingram. Maybe it's something with tight ends mm. before games. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but, yeah, so the Eagles couldn't do anything. But even if they could... Like, they didn't well, have a tight end to promote. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, yeah. They, they would have just, just had an extra offensive they lineman. They would have just put probably. up an, another yeah. offensive lineman, exactly. So it was the exact same. Or maybe they would have put up Deshaun Hall. Or maybe that, yeah. Finally. Um, what else from the offense? Do we have any sense of uh, how concerning the injuries to Alshon, Goddard, or Jackson are? None on those three. Um, now... Alshon was on the sideline throughout the game. He yeah. was active on the sideline. Uh, Doug Peterson didn't have any updates on them. Uh, I saw Tim Jernigan and Corey Clubbing. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm fighting a little cold okay. here, I guess. Uh, after the game, and Jernigan had a walking boot on his left foot. I'm not playing doctor, but if you leave the game with a walking boot, there's something there. And Willie Corey, Jackson did last week. And Corey Clement had his arm in a sling. So those are two injuries that... He's not going to be pitching anytime soon. What's that? He's not going to be pitching anytime soon. Or returning kickoffs. Which, by the way, that was an underrated play, too. That was awful. That's your... I mean, that is your only job. In today's NFL, when when there are very few big returns, your only job is to not give the ball away. In his defense, defense, he messed up his, his shoulder on the play, or his... His arm, okay, shoulder. Well, in his not so, defense, don't fumble the ball. No, I I agree, but like, you know, I I, I would imagine the arm sling had something to do with the fumble. Like yeah, uh, maybe, you know, if you if if you break your collarbone, I imagine or something. You know, I imagine the ball could fall out of your grasp. Mm, not if it's your only job. <laughs> All right. Protect that baby. Fair enough. Um, talk about someone who's not in the nuance anymore. <laughs> the nuance lasted five minutes. Well, sometimes you need nuance, sometimes you don't. There you go. Um, well, the defense, there's a lot to discuss there. There is a lot to discuss. Is, is there anything else on the offense, though? Uh, these slow starts again? Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Now, I'm giving them a, a mulligan here because I got to had Alshon and Deshaun yeah. on that first drive. Well, Alshon had to come out on that like, early on. He was on the first drive. He was in on yeah. the first drive. He, yeah, he started. Um, I imagine... Now, from from what I sense going into this game, the Eagles liked the matchup of their two tight end sets. We talked about it on the podcast last week. Mm. 
uh, when you literally only have one tight end, it takes away, right. uh, you know, a whole and our part sense. Of, I mean, our Alshon, our sense was Alshon was going to be a big part of the game yeah. plan this week. Yeah, and th- there was a lot of curiosity about how teams would adjust to Deshaun, right? And they really didn't have a sample size to see that. No. So I give the offense a bit of a mulligan there. Frankly, you know, I I, I think the offense. I hate to say this because I don't think they played that great, but I think they did enough to win tonight. I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, they scored 20 points. The defense got three turnovers. Yeah. That's true, too. All right, I take that back. I, th- I, I take that back. I'm just saying this This wasn't, you know, it's the last two times they played a, a, a Atlanta, the Eagles were scoring in the teens. Yeah. They hit 20 this time. Well, I tend to matter. think games when, when the Eagles score 20, they should win. When, the, when they're in the 20s, they should win. I don't know. I think they needed, they needed to score more. Okay. This game. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm, I agree with you there. I'm, even, I'm, if it's, even if it's just like not giving the ball away. Yeah, that's a 3.47 a.m. argument for me. That's not one that's that, okay. Like when I listen to this at 3.47 p.m. tomorrow, I'm not going to. Are you going to re-listen? I, I always re-listen. Do you? Yes. Self-scouting? I try to get better. Yeah, there's a lot of things I need to improve upon. Okay. The defense. Um, a little. They blitzed a lot. They blitzed a lot. Um, and as Malcolm Jenkins said, they maybe blitzed one too many times <laughs> on that last play. But Matt Ryan uh, said he's was never effective. seen a team in his NFL career uh, do all-out blitzes as much as the Eagles did. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Now, it was effective in the second half for the most part. Yeah. Uh, they baited him into at least one of those interceptions, the Ronald Darby one. They, I mean, they picked off Matt Ryan three times in this game, which is uh, that was the bird lines versus uh, Jake Elliott misses. He won that one. Nate Gary, by the way. Nice play by Nate Gary, although what was he doing <laughs> trying to take decision. them all out of the end zone? <laughs> yeah. He was, uh, he was fired up. Yeah. Yeah. The white As he snake, should be. The, the white snake felt good. As he should be. Uh, and then Sidney Jones with the other one. Yes. Uh, the cornerback rotation continues. It was very odd. Yeah, you were tracking. Did a good job tracking. I was. It was uh, Sidney Jones to start at right corner. Then Rasul Douglas for two series. Then Sidney Jones started the fourth series and was replaced midway through by Rasul Douglas. Then Rasul Douglas got the next series. Then Sidney Jones got the next two series. And then after that, I stopped tracking it. Uh, but they kept they kept sort of rotating. It's a weird. It's a weird deal. It is. And from what we've heard, there's there's really no end in sight right now. Um, they kind of, you know, the the, the, the thing I've I've heard is 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 that especially in, until Darby gets gets right. But the the reality is, it's not like they're subbing Darby out. No. So it's and really just Jones he, and, and they were picking on Darby during one portion yeah. of this game. I don't think Darby played especially well. No, I, I don't think Andrew he Sandejo have his helped full him. Speed back. Well, Andrew Sandejo is not helping anybody. He had a sack, but I mean, anybody could have had a sack with yeah. his free run in the sea camp. Yeah, when Julio was uh, racing down there, I don't it was think very funny. was catching him. Yeah. yeah. I was also tracking where Julio was lining up and who he was lining up against. And he, I love he your said, spreadsheet story in the game, by the way. Mostly, uh, he was seeing mostly Rasul Douglas. You do um, a very good job tracking during the game. Well, it's okay. I don't know if I don't necessarily know if it comes in handy, but it makes me f- pay closer attention. I think it's yeah. I think it should. When you uh, at, at at baseball games, dumb, at baseball games, I assume you keep score. Uh, romantically, I like to. It doesn't always hold up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're just very good at that. Well, it's not. I mean, just just watching things and jotting them down. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, the pass rush, other than uh, uh, no, this is going to be a problem. By the way, um, yeah, this the, they're not getting home. The, no. the the DNs don't have a sack yet. Fletcher Cox doesn't well have said. a sack yet. Uh, Tim Jernigan's hurt now. If, if Jernigan's down, this defense is in trouble. Well, I don't think that Jernigan himself makes that much of a difference. I just think you're down to. I mean that that position's important. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I agree, but Yeah. It's He's not he like if you were if, if you the 11 starters tonight. He's a competent he's a competent NFL starter when he's healthy in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's true, but and he's behind the other if, three defensive linemen, he's behind yeah. both safeties, he's behind at least Nigel Bradham. 
Yeah, true. Maybe one of the corners. I don't know. I apologize. I just yawned on Listen, live on a podcast. It, I got it. I got is it. that on brand? I got it. I, I, I board at 540, I think. We're already at 350. 351. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even I haven't even gotten beyond the the lead of the day oh, after. Oh really? Yeah. Honestly though, at this point I I'd rather board at that time. I don't think that's true. Yeah, because I'm in like a no man's land, you know? So Yeah, you you'll, you'll be happy for those couple hours, believe me. I I'll literally have an hour. But, well, that's okay. <laughs> um yeah, but so the defense blitzed a lot, uh, much more so than Jim Schwartz does. Uh, I'm sorry, much more so than than Jim Schwartz often does. I, I'm trying to bring more energy. I'm really. You don't I, need, I to, need more to, energy. Be, just be be yourself. So that's what stood out defensively. They they need more from their pass rush. Uh, we'll see there. I, I thought that the safeties played decently tonight. Just except off. for Sandejo. Yeah, well, I'm at the starters. Yeah, yeah two, no, I agree. Two soft, the two top safeties. And so that was my and, – and, and then we should talk about the Julio Jones play. They sent an all-out yeah. blitz. Uh, the Falcons were expecting the blitz, basically. They adjusted the play at the line. If, if they saw blitz, they were going to throw that wide receiver screen. I know there are some fans who think that there might have been a pick play or an illegal block. It was block. clean. It was perfectly executed. Doug Peterson said himself – it was clean. It was, you know, they just got him. Perfectly executed. Um, I think there is a little bit of cosmic uh, full circle here. Okay. And the Falcons win this game because they knew what was coming from the Eagles defense Ooh. and they win the game. Whereas Little two Michael years ago Kendrick in the playoffs, <laughs> the Eagles defense knew exactly what was coming from the Falcons and they won the game. Sure. The irony, or no, it's not, it's not an irony. The... The the difference is that in that game two years ago, it was because of this extensive film review that they mm. were doing. In this game today, it was just because they were blitzing so much. <laughs> right. Well, I think they saw the look pre-snap, yes. but yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, then they, they checked at the line of scrimmage. It wasn't the play that was initially called. And Julio, look, he's, he's the best receiver in the NFL, in my opinion. And he made a play. Yeah. Well... I think a lot of receivers – that wasn't like a Julio play. I think a lot of receivers would have taken that to the house the way that it was executed. Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean all, it, all it took was, was one step to the right and then outrunning Andrew okay. Sandejo. <laughs> That's true. And like, McLeod. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's on – the catch he made on the sideline over Darby, yes. that was one of the best catches I've ever seen. That was insane. That was like the Super Bowl catch. That was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but the touchdown was – I mean – no, he's great. It was more about design than than him. He's he's outstanding. I think I don't know. I I don't know if I would if if I go DeAndre Hopkins over him. But it's yeah. tough. I, I I've always been a Julio. I guy. can't really disparage yeah. Julio. I think it's those two and Aguilar. <laughs> Mac, how about Matt Collins? Matt Collins. Good for Matt Collins. I, I wish I had the confidence that Matt Collins has. <laughs> Seriously, this guy. I mean. And yeah, I give him credit. He made he made a few plays tonight, but well, I have five catches for fifty yards. But I mean, but the guy comes out of hibernation basically, and you yeah. know he's he's doing a, he's doing his backpack dance. I always say like, well, you got to give him credit. I mean, he's playing all four special teams. He's playing all he's playing this whole game. Had a great out, special out teams play down by the goal line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he's playing all the different wide receiver positions. I think he gets a little bit of credit for tonight. No, I, I, but yeah, I, you're I right. Give him yeah, credit. the back. He's pulling saying, out. He's pulling out the backpack. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got a lot of confidence. Um. By the way, there's about a thirty percent chance we're going to be stuck inside the stadium. Yeah, that these doors sure. are locked, and <laughs> they, we're not getting out of here. That's definitely possible. Because I'm looking around. There's not even people cleaning the building right now. <laughs> what do you make of this stadium here? This building. Oh, I love this. This is. Now, I'm, I'm not a coffee drinker, so I know you're upset that there was no coffee for the media afterwards. Yeah, but come on. You got the coffee out. Leave it out for I when the locker you. room's over. That's when the, that's yeah. when the coffee that's is that's what it's for. Okay. Uh, just beautiful stadium. Like, awesome stadium. I, I'll tell I you like, one thing. Uh, go ahead. I like the scoreboard at the top. The I, don't, I don't love the scoreboard at the top. It's a little bit, it's a little bit too away from the field. 
too much okay. too much neck you can still look up and see it though um i, I like, like the Ca- i like cowboy view. stadium better i like the skyline view skyline view is nice i like the i like the open like the open moon door at the top yes yeah, it opens and closes quickly. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, I I like the. What'd you think of the pumped in crowd noise? Was it pumped in? I think so because there were not a lot of felt like our there was windows, a lot of empty seats. Our, here. our windows were closed. Well, when you have a stadium where you have like one of the amenities is like the indoor clubs true. where you can watch on TV, like that's not really yeah. good for the that's true for the home team. That's a good point. For our purposes, a very navigable uh, locker room. Yeah, good, nice big locker room. That yeah, was nice. Which, which is good important. glass on the press box, which I'm a big fan of. Yes. Uh, so this is this is number two on my on my rankings. I said before the game was number one, but Dallas just brings Dallas it from the beginning better. to end. Yeah, so, Dallas is better. Yes. I don't know. I think this place is okay. I I really like it. I'm impressed. It's fine. What did uh, just as a manner of catching up? What did UCLA do yesterday? UCLA lost. But I, I just want to make clear, okay, if, if this hasn't become clear, I am not like a, a Chip Kelly guy. I'm not a Kirk Cousins guy. I, what did Kirk Cousins do today? Kirk Cousins played a lousy game. Oh. Lousy game. What did he, was, was there, right, was there he, a play in particular? Yeah. Oh. Um, no, I've, I've, I've argued for Chip Kelly's two years, his first two years at Philly. And I simply pointed out Kirk Cousins had four thousand plus yards, thirty touchdowns, and ten interceptions last year. Like that's, okay, well, but uh, nonetheless, they're made for each other. Uh, yeah, UCLA is not playing well. Not good. I'm looking through my notes here. Was that in your notes? Bringing up UCLA was in your notes. That was actually the first thing on my notes is Chip slash UCLA. Seriously? Oh, come on. I think that's run its course. That's definitely not true. <laughs> Uh, how was the College Football Hall of Fame? Uh, yeah, it was. It was good. I didn't so. even know that it was here. It is here. And so. by the way, like if if I did know it was here, I would have bet <laughs> so much money that that's how you're going to spend your day today. Well, you, you might have lost money because I was deciding between two things. I was deciding between the College Football Hall of Fame or the Jimmy Carter Presidential Library. Jimmy Carter Presidential Library wasn't opening until like 12, 30, 12, 45. Hmm. I wanted to watch football. Uh, we very seldom get Sundays open to watch football. Uh, my, my, so, my, the, the Fox channel in my room was down, so all I had was the, was the Patriots-Dolphins oh, game. How, yeah. how garbanzo beans is that? Yeah, that's, that's, that's awful. Tough. So I was, I was watching. So I went this morning to the College Football Hall of Fame. Didn't love it at first. The 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 first the that well where it started on the third floor didn't do much for me. Uh, the second floor I started to get really into it. It's different interactive things that I enjoyed. Like um, what? Like so there was something that, you know there was this thing with six different college offenses. It was the option offense. Um, it was Lou Holtz's option, Barry Switzer's wish. I, I I can't imagine you were even able to contain yourself. Spur, uh, it was it was Terry Donahue's I form or or I'm, I'm sorry, Pro Set, um, Chris Alt's pistol, Steve Spurrier's uh, you know it was his his spread, and basically I worry about the people do, who would have been near you at this point have, in time. They have the X's and the O's, and 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 you get a, so they have the coach basically give like a two minute video clip. Of what each player's responsibilities are, and then there's a, a, a touch screen there where you assign the X's and O's. So this guy runs this route, this guy runs this route. Really? Yeah, and and so and you get points if you know what they're doing, and I knew what they were doing as well. <laughs> I was loading up on the points, and then it shows you it shows you what the play looks like in real life, and so basically, so you design the play. Nice. And then it shows you a video clip from their library of. That play being okay. run. Um, can so, I can I guess on something? Yes. This was the fourth best day of your life. <laughs> it was not the fourth best. After day the two life. births of your children and your wedding day. Um, those were wonderful days. Uh, this does not compare. This has got to be number this, four. This, this does not compare. No. So I, I liked I liked that exhibit. There was a tailgating exhibit, and then there was something on on different like um, you know. You know, members of the military and and how football influenced them. Um, okay. 
uh, Chip would have liked that exhibit. Oh, well, yeah. that's for sure. And then, and, and it's he all, no, no, no. He wouldn't have liked it, but he would have told you that he liked yeah. it. And it's all done interactively, so you get this badge when you come in, and then wherever you walk, the the, the badge gets scanned, and so the exhibits are all tailored to, to you based on your school. So if you went in, you'd put in Wake Forest, and everywhere, every exhibit you went to would have like Wake Forest information for you. Go Deeks. Yeah, so it'd be like a Brian Piccolo thing. Mm. I hope there. Let's let's hope there's not a Riley Skinner thing. I don't think we want to go interaction no, on interactive no. on that bad <laughs> no, boy. No, no, there's there's enough of Riley Skinner available for people to see. That's for sure. Yes. Um, what about the uh, the play when Jason Kelsey ran to the opposing sideline? All right, yeah. So um, spoke to Jason Kelsey afterwards. Uh, you really got a pep in your step yes. there. Uh, because we're back to talking about football, which I enjoy. Uh, Jason Kelsey, you would think watching the game, man, this guy had a nasty concussion. Actually, what occurred, if, if you're taking Jason Kelsey's word for it, was the Falcons had, had just run a, what he called a weird stunt. And he was kind of thinking about that stunt. I was like going on in his head. The quarter had just ended. They call that a Tom Green, a weird stunt. Oh, there you go. And he was, so he was going. He was thinking about this, and he was going to the sideline that he thought was like to, to the side based on because they had just switched had just sides. Switched. Yeah. And he got there, and he's like, "Wait, this is the Falcon sideline." And so he had to run back to the Eagles. And because he went to the other sideline, they put him through the concussion protocol. Mm. Uh, now, or not the concussion protocol, the, con- the concussion test. And the test, it, it, it's certain things like. Like day of, um, you know, like like what day is it? Right. But I'm sure all Jason Kelsey you? had to do was explain that stunt that just right. happened because he did it after the game and like right. it's in such detail. It it, it actually I was driving home one. I'm, I'll, I'll give a quick tangent. I shouldn't be doing this at four oh three. Probably not. And uh, I was driving home one night from uh, the Eagles Cardinals Thanksgiving game in 2008. Do you remember that? Thanksgiving night? Yes. Thursday night game. I was covering it. Not 2008. 2008 season. You weren't covering the team in 2008. No, I was at the Washington Post, and they wanted me to cover that uh, game. I, I, I was coming home to uh, see my family on uh, Thanksgiving. Okay, okay. And they were like, while you're in Philly, can you go cover this game? Okay. And I was like, sure. Then you end up not seeing right. the family on Thanksgiving. But uh, anyways, I was, I was driving back at like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. on 76. Uh, little did I know... 12 years or 11 years later, I'll be doing a podcast at 4 a.m. <laughs> but I'm driving back, and I was yeah, probably swerving. Little did I know. And I was, I was probably swerving, and I got pulled over. Oh, nice. And someone gets pulled, you know, someone's swerving on Thanksgiving. Right. You know, they think you're, of course. They think you're drunk, and the, uh, the, you know, so they pull over, and they come to my door, and, like, I give, like, a such detailed explanation of, like, what happened and where I'm going and where I'm coming from, and I'm right. very apologetic. And I think once they heard this, they're like, there's no way this guy is drunk. Yeah, maybe so, they, they thought you were on uh, Maybe that's not as funny as I thought, so, yeah. That's okay. That's good. Yeah, but I, 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 I remember saying, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going from here to here, and you know, so on and so forth. Um... What's your level of concern? About the Eagles. Yes. Uh, I think this is the thing. I think it's not a – I wouldn't say you give anybody a moral victory, but I also don't think that this is a loss that should, like, ruin your week if you're an Eagles fan. I'm I'm not concerned. Now, I I, I do think that if Jernigan's out and we haven't seen enough from this defensive line as it is – uh, their pass rush is is a legitimate question. It is not to say Jordan was a especially big part with of the pencil. The pencil's coming to town. Yeah, but uh, I think if, if if they were to lose to the Lions and you're one and two going into a, a Thursday night game in Green Bay, yeah, then you look for that panic button that I've never seen in a building. But you know, uh, you know maybe there should be the eject. Uh, but right now, I'm not concerned. This is a game I expect them to lose. Um, you still have Carson Wentz. I think. I don't think these offensive pieces are going to be out for a while, um, but I, I am very curious to see this 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 uh, pass rush. I thought you hit it on the head during the summer. That was that was a concern going into it, and they haven't done anything yet to alleviate that concern. No. If you could only bring back one of the three injured guys, who would it be? 
for next week? One of the three injured guys from tonight? The offensive guys. Good question. Probably Deshaun. I think so, too. And, and I, I think Alshon's a better player. But I think if, if, you, if you give Ortega Whiteside a, a week, he can give you, like, a percentage of what Alshon gives you. I, I was disappointed any, with him tonight. I, I, I just don't think there's, there's, there's anyone who has for the four yards. set of Deshaun on their team. I agree. Yeah. Well, especially because if Nelson Aguilar beats you deep, he just drops the ball. <laughs> Although, I'd probably say Dallas Goddard because they literally don't have any other second tight end. Yeah. Luke Wilson. Maybe let's sign Luke Wilson. I enjoyed him on Hard Knocks. And he, he was on the uh, part of my take I podcast. I enjoyed him in the, the Royal Tenenbaums. I enjoyed him on the part of my take podcast. So. Okay. I mean, we probably should wrap it up. Was there yeah, anything I think from it's a good Doug? Idea, Bo. What's it? Was there anything from Doug? Uh, I wasn't in on Doug long enough. Um, I was in on him for a few minutes. No, gave, um, no, there, there, there wasn't anything great. Do you know that that was Carson Wentz's first rushing touchdown since 2016? I did know that, actually. Of course you I, did. No, because I calculated a stat during the game where um, I was saying how many touchdowns I've seen Carson Wentz yeah. score, and I added the pass. Yeah, he had two his rookie year and yeah. none in, in 17 or 18. I didn't realize that. But <laughs> I thought it was funny when Zach Ertz – said after the game that he has this real underrated ability on quarterback sneaks. Right. Like, or, or, and when I'm, that's all anyone was talking about this week. Talking about all, all week, yeah. It's like literally the – there's been funny. 12 articles about I it. I thought that week. was funny yeah. too. Uh, oh, Peters also got hurt at one point, but, yeah, but he, he came back. back. He came back in. Um, now, he, he was – He was the last guy. He was to, the last guy. Yeah, yeah, he was getting looked at he for a long for time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We should probably call it. I'm really torn because the host in me wants to keep this bad boy going. But the, How long uh, have we been going so far? 45 minutes. So we've done 45 minutes at 3.15 a.m. It's, right now it's 4.08 a.m. And you think we need to keep this rolling? It's like schadenfreude on your part. Yeah, I like to, uh, the post-game pod is all about masochism. <laughs> I don't believe in masochism. It exists. You don't believe it exists? Uh, yeah, no. Haven't I, you I, ever watched The Lions? I want to do a podcast one day at like 7 a.m. before. I'm in. That's yeah, fine. Before practice one day when I'm like at my, <laughs> I'm feeling well. You know, I'm excited yeah. for the day, feeling great. Yeah. Yeah, this is tough. It is tough. I was so excited, by the way. when So, so we have. We had a nice little dinner last night. Yeah, we did. I'm looking forward to more dinners. And we and uh, very uh, very cutely, we ordered the exact same appetizer and meal. Yeah, that yeah. A little, a little salad and then a pork tenderloin, a little Georgia peach salad. Yeah, we're rubbing off on each other. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I was saying that. So we get back for these noon press conferences, and usually that means taking like a six a.m. flight out of Dallas, five forty-five a.m. Mm-hmm. flight out of Appleton. And I was so excited when I found... You might not make our Appleton flight. Well, no, we'll just go straight from Lambo. <laughs> we still might not make it. Um, but I was so excited when I found this, like, 8.45 flight from Atlanta that still gets me in with an hour to go before the press conference. Yep. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to get sleep that night. This yeah. is before I realized we do podcasts at 4 a.m. Yeah. So I'm leaving for the airport at 6 or 6, 6.30. So I, I don't know how much I'm going to get. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess we should get going. Uh, we will hear more from Doug tomorrow, today, I guess, at noon. Uh, we'll get a little bit more of an injury update, and then we'll be back with the Birds with Friends on Tuesday evening with Dr. Kapadia, the national man. Um, you feel bad for Kirk Cousins? He'll be fine. That yeah. new pod, that new office podcast is coming out, so his spirits will yeah, be Yeah, I look forward to listening to that, yeah. Okay. Uh, that'll do it. The Eagles drop to 1-1 one one with a 24-20 loss to the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, by the way, what did you think of Matt Ryan? What did I think of him? Yeah. Uh, he won the game. He had the game-winning touchdown. Through three picks. I think he was here in the footsteps of his old high school baseball nemesis. <laughs> he, we're definitely not. He's, he's definitely not my nemesis. And he he's he's. I thought he looked he pretty bad him. in this game. With any kind of pressure, he, he was not looking good. Man. He threw he threw a, 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 a screen pass. 
He changed the fight the line. Yeah, of he was, I mean, he's, he and he did make a couple nice throws, but uh, I was mostly unimpressed with him. I didn't give a grouse. I don't think I give grouses when the Eagles lose, but if I had to give one, it would be to the stadium. I'm disagreeing with you there. Because I, everybody loves this stadium. They're telling me it's the best stadium they've ever seen. It's fine. The fans, it, they built this great stadium for a fan base that doesn't exist. It's a beautiful, No one cares about the it's Falcons. It's a beautiful stadium. Come on. What are they supposed to do? Keep a bad stadium? How many diehard Falcons fans are there? Nine? There's, this is college football than, territory. This is a great place to watch college football. Well, well, that's for sure. And apparently a great place to watch soccer. The stadium's fine. The fan base is weak. I'm grousing the whole Falcons organization. I, I want to grouse the organization. Oh, and I love the concession prices here. It's concession great prices fans. are great. Yeah, credit for that. But leave the coffee out, man. That's I got. Problem. I need the coffee. The, we in the media should not complain about stuff that's not pertinent to our readers. It's not pertinent. To the our coffee readers. is pertinent. It would affect the the writing quality. It would affect the end product. Yeah, fair enough. I'm not a coffee guy, so. Okay. Well, maybe the Falcons can find a fan you said base. We're going to end day. this like five minutes ago. I know. Yeah. That's the that's the classic trope. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, the Eagles move on to play the uh, Fighting Pencils, who won today. At home against the Chargers. So a matchup of uh, one-on-one Titans. For Zach, I'm Bo. Real quick, they are not one-on-one. They are one-on-one. You're right. Yes. They are one-on-one. That's good. Let's talk for another five minutes now. (laughs) It is 4.13 a.m. I've got to finish writing, and then I don't even know if I'm going to have time to shower in my room before I have to get to the hotel, but here we go. Uh, For Zach and Sheila. Fast asleep in his comfortable bed, head on his pillow, dreaming of Norv Turner. I'm Bo, and as always, we love you. friends.